we will not be held responsible for any hearing impairments or damage caused to you from excessive exposure to this sound. Hey CJ, remember that one time? <laughs> oh yeah, it was fucking epic. You're listening to Remember, remember that, that One Time, time the Inappropriate Storytime Podcast. And these are not your mama's fairy tales. Yes, this is Remember That One Time with your hosts, Chris. And CJ. And today we're going to talk about sex. Again, even sexier sexy sex this time. Get comfy and... (laughs) Sexier sexy sex. Get comfy and pop a lady boner because we are primed and ready to go. This is episode two now of a series of sex story episodes that we are going to bring you. But before we can get down and dirty, we want to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by the letter P. (laughs) Wow. Yes. Our sponsors. We have two of them. The first sponsor is Perfectly Polished Paragraphs. It is a new startup company. It is a team of proofreaders that will make sure that you don't accidentally say cockpot when you mean to say crockpot because that is a problem, a big one. So um, if you're making a website, if you're writing a book, if you are, I mean, anything in writing where things need to be spelled correctly, grammar, all that kind of stuff, get in touch with them. They will hook you up. Um, So we actually got a a promo code from them. So they're offering 10% off for our listeners. Um, So go to, if you want to check out kind of what they're about, Well, no, their website is still under construction, I think. But eventually, their website's going to be up. It's perfectlypolishedparagraphs.com. You can email them at info at perfectlypolishedparagraphs.com. In your email, mention the promo code, which is PP10. No, sorry. Wow. I just fucked that all up. PP20, because it's 2020. You said PP. PP. PP20, so PP20, mention that in your email and you will get 10% off. That's an exclusive uh, thing just for our listeners. So, um, yeah, just get in touch with them. They will hook you up. They'll make sure you don't look like a complete ass. They're yes. You are fully capable of doing that on your own. We believe in you. Exactly. Yep. It is also brought to you by the letter M. Mic Drop Mobile Media is making all of your events affordable and unforgettable. They themselves are also dependable, being there at least an hour, sometimes an hour and a half before go time. They are there until, you know, wrap up, until everybody goes home, um, making sure that your shindig is the shindiggiest around. Shindiggiest. I like that. Yes. The shindiggiest. Find them on Facebook today. Uh, Just Google Mic Drop Mobile Media and that should take you straight to them. Sweet. So um, before we get started with our sexy sex stories, um, the saga continues with these weird ass fucking messages that I've been getting. And uh, I just wanted to read you a couple of them because I'm, I'm genuinely just scratching my head. Like I have no idea where this is coming from. There's been so many of them. So uh, this random dude named Stive Mickle, Stive Mickle says, 
Very beautiful. I have never seen such beauty. You are very beautiful. Very beautiful. Very nice. Are you human or a king? Please. Okay, I'm sorry. Didn't but with respond. no response. I didn't respond to any just, of that. Like he full on just he had a straight up conversation with himself asking if I was a human or a king. And I'm kind of like, as we know, all kings are not human. Right. You can't, you can't be both. So I'm going to need you to choose one or the other. I don't really know what that was about. So that was just a complete random thing. Then yes. uh, Mr. Navid Raiz says, hello. And then this bit, this, the little oh, yeah. thing, three porno videos, just random porno videos. I did not click on them because they're probably viruses. Another oh. one of these reply me good morning i i got nothing i i don't know what the fuck that was about so again didn't respond to that um akbar khan says well thumbs up again yeah like that's their thing like these are all people from like this dude's from dubai the Makes other sense. dude was from like united arab states Emirates, the yeah. United Arab Emirates. Yeah, it's a country. Yeah, they're they're all all these people that have messaged me. They're all from over there, so I don't know. Well, yeah, well, you're foreign and exotic and thick, and they like that. I guess, but again, how did they find me? So, Akbar Khan says, "Thumbs up, welcome, hello, how are you, baby?" And I said, first of all, I don't know you, so don't call me baby." And Ain't he your said, baby? So he said, okay, thanks so much, baby. I will call you January. Thanks. <laughs> Didn't really know how to respond to that one. Um, okay, this one. Thomas Snyder from Covington, Washington says, how's married life? I'm married too. Like, what a way to strike up a conversation. Like, I'm so glad that you're married. Like, there's congratulations billions of us like you haven't stumbled on some exclusive club like there's billions of us <laughs> and I said do I know you he said no I thought you were very sexy in your wedding dress and took a chance on making a friend I said yeah dude not cool no <laughs> he said no worries if you're not into it I said what kind of fucking husband are you he said, no problem. A great one. 26 years. Bye-bye. Have a great day. Yeah, bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> bye-bye, Thomas Snyder from Covington, Washington. GTFO. Um, I think, I mean, there's there's a bunch of other ones. They're just fucking weird. Uh, James Wilson says, hi, sexy. Ever been on film, hottie? 10 grand for two hours. Easy. You're so hot. You single, sexy? The fuck is wrong with you? Do you not see my profile picture? Wedding dress. Married. GTFO. Oh. Um, something has actually come up between last night and tonight. And Lindsay, one of my uh, coworker friends, she texted me with a uh, random one that she got just today. Oh. Uh, <clears throat> yes. It uh, said... So, okay, so she texted the guy originally. His name is Trip, for one, which already tells you he's a douchebag. Yeah. Trip, T-R-I-P-P. She says, okay, how would you describe yourself in five words? 
here are his five words hardworking well obviously he can't count because right there's two hardworking <laughs> alpha male merciless insatiable and our favorite jackhammer like you're gonna describe yourself as a jackhammer nobody wants that what yeah like i'm just imagining like like yeah no like a woodpecker <laughs> what the fuck yeah so she wanted yeah, to contribute no. to that one too so thank you listener Lindsay, for that yes thank you Lindsay. that's good um I, I think, like, all these guys just need to get together and be on their own island somewhere away from the rest of us. Because oh, sure. they're just, they're not right. Like, I don't, no, no. So, anyway, so let's get to the uh, the meat again of this whole entire thing. So, I have all of these stories that I got from other people. So, I'm in this Facebook group got like 107,000 members and I told a story on there I told one of my own sex stories to kind of get the ball rolling (laughs) I said ball um and it's kind of a like throw down the gauntlet I bet you guys can't like fucking yeah like fucking top this so I told a story and then I was like take it away everybody and asked the boy did they yeah and asked them to tell all their their stories so my story that I told to get this all started was about a time like 10 years ago, I was having sex with this guy. We were both drunk and I accidentally broke his nose. And so that was how I began this whole thing. 500 comments later, I realized the guy I told this story about is actually in this group. And so is his wife. Along with his wife. So, but like I was invested, like the comments were rolling in. My phone was blowing the fuck up. I'm like, I can't, like, I'm getting so much content. Like, I just have to take a chance. If I offend somebody or ruffle somebody's feathers, I mean, it's just, it's a chance I'm going to have to take because I'm just like, I can't, I'm I'm not going to, I'm not abandoning this. And so I just edited the whole entire post and told everybody like, huh, plot twist. The guy is actually in this group and that sent everybody into like a tizzy and they were like, tag him. You should tag him. You should tag his wife. Like it would be hilarious. And I'm like, uh, I don't know. Cause like my husband thinks it's funny, but I don't know if he would think it's funny. And I certainly don't, I've never met his wife. I don't know if she's cool. Like she might not think it's funny. So I was just like, Oh, I'm just going to leave it alone. I mean, 107,000 people there's a chance maybe he didn't see it but it was like I guess in groups like that they put like the the post with the most activity goes at the top of the page and it was at the top for a while so if he like checks his Facebook at all he probably saw it I don't know it's whatever it but I got plenty of stories from it so um I'm gonna read I'm going to read a couple of these and then I'll let you read a couple. So there was a lot of them that were a lot of barfs and a lot of shits. Like, I guess just, you know, oh, she took it too far down her throat and she threw up on my dick. And there's a lot of like shits during anal. Raise your hand if you have personally thrown up on a dick. See, it happens to everyone. Yeah. I know that you've got your hand up too. 
I'm not talking like you, but listener. Everyone. I guarantee you have your hand up. If you're a chick or well, hell, even even dude, if you've had a dick in your mouth, you probably have been in that situation before. I was going to say probably our number one listener that never fails to miss an episode. I guarantee you that one has. Oh, see what you did there. Yeah. Uh, and there was a lot of um, a lot of anal beads being yanked out type stuff. Oh, like, like a lawnmower, just like. Oh, yep. <laughs> like anal. Pro- there was some anal prolapses. There was, you know, just like pulling out anal beads and them being coated in shit. There was a lot of those. So like, I just kind of lumped those all together. Um, but I did pick out some of the ones that I thought were the funniest. So obviously I'm not going to read all of them. This post ended up having like 1200 comments. I'm not going to tell you 1200 stories, just picked out a few of the good ones. So I'm just going to read straight from, from the post. So me and this chick were having sex on the pier in Pensacola. It started getting good. She's moaning and I hear this noise. I ignored it at first, but it keeps getting louder. I look up, and over in the distance, there's this 60-something-year-old dude fapping while watching us go at it. Yes. So, I mean, I would be appalled. Like, I wouldn't think... I know some people would probably think that's kind of cool, like, exhibitionist-type people, but, like, that would freak me out. Like, and I don't know. I just want to know... Right. I just want to know what kind of weirdo is just this strange 60 year old guy just like hanging out on the beach in Pensacola waiting for people to have sex so he can fab yeah like like just that's the life I want to lead that's that's the creepiest of the creepy peeping toms like I wonder if his name was Tom like how did peeping Tom how did that become a thing like who is this Tom character and who was he peeping I don't know, but I literally am going to look that up when we get done with this because yeah. everything has to have a beginning. Yes, I want to know. Like, there had to have had. Who the fuck is Tom? Yeah, and if you're a historian, yeah. yeah. If I if we've got any listeners who know the backstory of the original Peeping Tom, let us know. Slide into our DMs and let us know what that is. Or better yet, just let us know. Be like, raise your hand. Hey, I know this answer and we will interview you and you can totally come tell that story on Remember That One Time. Yes. Yeah. Now, so, I I get the second one here oh, because okay. I've had this personally happen to me. Oh, yes. So, oh. yes, I have had this happen. So, me and my mates, and apparently this guy is either Australian or British, not sure which, but me and my mates were at a house party. Oh, wait. This is a chick, not a dude. Just kidding. She is either Australian or British. Wait, so wait, me wait. and my mate. Oh, no, it's a dude. Is it? Dude, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, never mind. Anyways. He's watching <laughs> all of this happen. Oh, he's okay. He's the spectator. Gotcha. Yes. So me and my mates were at a house party. A party is winding down, and I crash on one of the sofas. On the other sofa across from me was my mate. He's skinny as a pencil and loves a larger lady. So he's on this sofa with this chick who I can only describe as an extra from the Clump family. Anywho, I wake up to him dragging the coffee table across the room to place next to his sofa for extra support since she was that big. I'm giggling away, pretending to be asleep. Well, nobody giggles in their sleep, so he's not pretending very hard. Right. (laughs) Yeah, he proceeds to then fuck her. 
he's giving it the ooh fuck yeah take that dick you love it don't you and straight out and straight out says it would be better oh chick straight up says it would be better if you put your dick in, inside of me instead of fucking my belly he was banging the fold in her belly so that sucks that's not the exact same thing i've had happen to me mine was in the like leg portion so like between the like vag meat and where where that meets your leg so i've had a uh, somebody took a little bit of a left merge instead of going straight down the highway okay that's not that's not that bad cuz like at least it's within like an inch or two of your target destination like i feel exactly. like this dude was like straight up like oh he was in the wrong he's state way up here like he was fucking somewhere in her michelin man roles like yeah uh, see, I don't yeah. know. Would it be more embarrassing to like tell him, like, dude, you're fucking my belly rolls, or would it be better to just let him go? And I think it's better it? to just, I just let it go. So just like, okay, you know, good, good for you. Um, good job. We'll try again next time. Like, so, I would be mortified, mortified. Mm. Yeah, I think it should be left unspoken because he. He's got to know. And of course she knows. I think it's just one of those like unspoken things where they just kind of look at each other and like, did I just, you know, not fuck your thing? And that just happened. (laughs) Yeah. You just kind of like look at each other and nod and then never speak about it again. Right. Or never speak to each other ever again. Exactly. (laughs) Okay. So this is the next one. The ex and I used to swing. I was maybe 20 years old. We went to a Halloween swingers party. The wife came and got me and introduced me to this older woman in her 50s dressed as a pirate. My wife had her show me her crotchless panties. I was impressed. She said, take a closer look and closer and closer. And then I was eating her out in front of the whole party. She comes and I turn around to this behemoth of a man. He literally produces offspring that play in the NFL. He was dressed in full kiss attire. In this deep ass tone, he says, you enjoying my wife? I'm staring back at him thinking I'm going to get fucked up in front of everybody and his wife with pussy all over my face. Before I could answer, he says in the happiest and most lighthearted tone, well, get back down there. I need a few pictures. If you're wondering if I told him no, the answer is that I ate her again out of fear. Yes. I didn't know that fear cunnilingus was a thing. Hey, whatever gets it done, I don't care how I have to inspire you. (laughs) I will I'm hold a gun to your such head. such fear into you that you literally eat me out of fear. Yes. Like, that's that's pretty good. But, like, yeah. how awkward is that? Like, I just met you. This is crazy. Here's my cooter. Lick it, maybe. Yes. Like, that's... Um, I mean, I guess that's how it goes with swingers at a party like that. You're just like... Hi, nice to meet you. I'm a swinger. Let's swing. Fuck. Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty I'm, sure that there's there's not a lot of beating around the bush. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. That was good. Beautiful. I'll let you take the next one. All right, let's see. I almost caused a wreck. I was getting roadhead from my first wife driving down I-24 from Fort Campbell. She a freak. She was on her knees in the passenger seat, so I slid her pants down and started fingering her. 
looked over and two old ladies in a minivan were staring right through the passenger window. They ran off the interstate and onto the shoulder and stopped. I pulled over to ask if they were okay and they peeled out like I was going to rape them or something. So how, okay. I don't know how their car is set up, but I would not be able to reach a dick if I were with my knees in the passenger floorboard. Oh, it's her, her knees were in the passenger seat. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Never yeah. Mind. I'm good now. So yeah, I can't Which just imagine like if she, okay. So she's bent over. It's, yeah. It's at window level. Chocolate starfish is right there. Like yeah. facing those two old ladies. Like, can you imagine like just your mind in your own business, just trying to get from A to B you look over and it's like, woo. Why, why does he starfish. stop though? I mean, like if they had like actually wrecked and they needed help, then yeah, stop. But I, if they just like stop their car, like, no, you keep going. What, who wants to <laughs> confront that? Right. Am, like, uh, yeah. You I'm not going to be just... the type of person that's like, oh, hi. Yeah. I know that you just saw what I was doing. That was a little bit illegal going down the interstate and probably wow. against some of your uh, rules in church as well. But I just wanted to stop and say hi. Like, I don't, I, you just saw like my intestines through my butthole. But right. I just wanted to stop and make sure you were okay. Uh, yeah. I don't know. No, I, thanks. Okay, this is this one is, I have so many questions for this one. Tried to get a little creative with fruits and vegetables and got one grape in her asshole. It sort of popped out and hit me in the eye. Why? I, never occur to me to put a grape in my butthole. See, this is how I'm seeing it. Or vegetable or food product. Well, I mean, you've got carrots and cucumbers. That I can understand because they're phallic. But something as small as a grape, like I'm always concerned about like losing my diva cup or something. And that thing is massive. I can't imagine trying to fish a grape out of my vagina. Now, this is what I'm picturing. Uh, The amount of force that it takes to launch something out of a vagina hard enough to hit somebody in the eye. It was in her butthole. Oh, it was in her asshole. Just kidding. Okay. My brain. My brain thought that he put it in the vag. Well, still regardless, she would have had to like really cough really hard. A lot of straining. Yeah. I don't know. That's to me, that's. Why? But why? People get creative. I don't know. Like, hey, baby, let's see how many grapes we can shove in your asshole. Uh, well, uh, I was to say, you, you've sold people Twizzlers from your asshole, so you know there are freaks out there. I Yeah, I guess, but I don't know. It's fucking weird, dude. It is. Well, You're- let's see. Knocking it out with my girlfriend at the time, doggy style, I was standing on the ground. She was on the bed. I flipped her with one hand from back to doggy and stumbled and kicked my desk. I thought I broke my toe. A couple minutes later, I got on the bed, and a couple minutes after that, I moved my foot and kicked a puddle of what I thought was water, turned on the light, and there was blood everywhere. I had kicked a machete under the leg of my desk and didn't realize it. It laid the top of my big toe and second toe back about an inch. It looked like I stomped a chicken to death on my white carpet. Puddle of blood on my white sheets. Tried gluing it back together, but I was drunk and bleeding too much. 
Luckily, my roommate was also a former Marine and current paramedic. Freaked the girl out. LOL, good times. Who keeps a machete under the leg of their desk? It Right? Like, just casually laying there? Right. And, and I don't think I've ever been drunk enough to not realize that I just skinned the top of my toes. Ooh, ooh that makes me hurt. That, mm, that's no bueno. He's just trying to trying to glue it back together. I guarantee you he used like his girlfriend's nail glue or like Elmer's. Probably. Um, okay. Stationed in Subic Bay, drunker than shit, and one of the bartenders took me home around three in the morning. She tells me to wait in the living room and walks into a room. A few minutes later, her mom and dad come out and start making a pallet to sleep in the living room. I fuck the shit out of her in her parents' bed with them hearing it from the living room. They fixed me breakfast and took me straight to the main gate the next morning. Like a boss. Dude, wife her. Right? I mean, you're already in with the family. Right? Like, they Obviously. just were... I mean, but that, again, makes me wonder, like, how many times has she done this? If they're just like, all right, you know the routine. You know, grab the pillows yeah. and the blankets. Make a pallet in the floor. Like, or maybe mom and dad are secretly hoping that they'll get an invite. Why would you go there? I don't know. People nasty. People got things they're into. Nope. nope. Not that. Yes. So let's see. I went to a yard sale on the beach in San Diego. The girl had the girl only had electrical tape over her nipples. She said it was a dare and increased traffic, so why not? Then I dared her to climb to a nearby tree. She did. And got stuck. I climbed up to help her and also got stuck. We were both too proud to ask for help, so we stayed put. It got dark. We had sex in a tree and fell out. That sounds like quite an adventure. Yeah, I think somebody was on some drugs or something. Like, yeah. what is well, are yard sales on the beach a thing? Is that a thing that people do? I, I want to know what kind of trees are on the beach. Right, like I'm just thinking palm trees. How do you get stuck in a palm tree? How do there's you get that palm tree? Like there's no branches. Very it's just carefully. Some shit at the top. Right. Very, uh, very carefully. And also, I've never looked at somebody and been like, "Ooh, you know what a good dare would be? I dare you to climb a tree." Like, while you're, while the only thing you're wearing is electrical tape on your nipples. Right. Is he supposed to get some sort of, like, advantage there's of a so, look or something? There's so many questions. I mean, and even, like, in a regular tree. Like, how do you fuck in a regular tree? I mean, if it's, like, if you've got, like, a limb that sticks out, you can, like, lean your back against the tree and then your feet out here and, like, straddle. I, like, guess. I guess. I guess that. But, like you said, I don't know what kind of tree this is. I need more information. Yeah, like, I mean, I'm just imagining, like bare skin rubbing up against the bark like that's not gonna feel good mm -mm. Mm, I don't know there there's questions for that one I need to follow up um this one time I was on a quick vacation with this guy I was seeing I was giving him head all of a sudden something just feels weird and I can't move my mouth quite as much apparently my tongue ring got stuck inside this guy's dick and he hadn't even noticed took me a minute to pop it out as I was still blowing him nice just casually like like <laughs> i can get it stuck inside don't mind me my tongue ring's just stuck in your pee hole 
Nope. Yeah, no. I don't I don't know how that happens, but I don't even want to imagine it. Nope. Like, there's a one person that I can ask, but and that is Johnny Cherry. <laughs> but I know if I do, I open those floodgates and then that conversation will last for the next seven hours. Yeah. So, I mean, he'll just he keep likes to bring it up forever. Like from now till forever, he will be bringing it up. Yeah, for sure. Nope. Uh, see, the one, the one that would stand out to me is being drunk as hell in Guam, fucking some Japanese tourist. Everything was normal until I flip her over and split her ass. I was panicking. I put her ass in a tub of cold water. In seconds, it was dark red. I take a pillow in the hotel room, put it between her legs, and call a cab to get us to the hospital. They rush her back immediately, and I'm in my head trying to think of excuses. And the doctor walks in, or walks out, and tells me they had to put 10 stitches in her anus, and next time, use a lubricant like KY, but not Vaseline. I've never been so embarrassed. I didn't even know you could stitch an asshole. Like... That is awful. Like, um, 10 stitches? Like, he had to have 10 stitches if you, even if you have a baby. I don't, yeah, I don't think he used his penis. If you're gonna like do some damage like that, you had to have some outside source. Is my, I, he probably had a toy or something. And okay, the, so the part where he says use KY but not Vaseline, like the doctor saying like like had he used Vaseline and the doctor was I, like you shouldn't have done that or I think it was you didn't use any lube at all, so next time use a lubricant oh, okay. like but just telling him that obviously since you didn't use any lube, you're not dumb enough or you're not smart enough to know the difference between KY and Vaseline, so I'm going to go ahead and tell you. Okay, gotcha. I think that's I what thought, it is. Okay, I thought he was like saying you shouldn't have used Vaseline, but you did. Because I'm thinking like I, I would not use Vaseline. That, I mean, yeah, yeah it's a you're it never going to get it out, but not for genitals. Like, Ooh, God, I, could you imagine like shitting with Vaseline in your ass for the next month and a half? No, like it's good for rusty door hinges in a pinch. It's if a you slip and slide. WD forty. You know, or chapstick if you don't have any, but not for butt st- not yeah. for butt sex. No. Yeah, court grease. That's it. There you go. Yeah, court grease. Exactly. Bringing it back to band, band geekdom. Yes. Yes. Um, and you are listening, of course, to Remember That One Time, the Inappropriate Storytime podcast. Get the latest episodes on Saturday afternoons. And connect with Remember That One Time on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at rtotshow.com. You can also find live event schedules, videos, and extras online. Learn more about connecting with Remember That One Time at rtotshow.com. Check out that bomb-ass website. Okay, so back to our stories. We got another one here. So this is more about a wingman and how he ruined a great night. Three of us young bucks in high school met up with some girls at a barn party. Two of them are hot as hell and the last weighed about 300 pounds and was uglier than sin. Our buddy Wayne agreed to bite the bullet. We all head back to the girl's house as her parents are out of town and go to separate rooms. About 10 minutes in, I'm balls deep and my other friend, his girl, and the biggin come in saying that Wayne disappeared. Biggin. <laughs> the biggin. 
I throw on pants and we go looking. I found him with a broken leg under his truck. He tried climbing out a second story window and broke his leg, crawled away to hide, and had been calling our cell phones to get out of there. We got him to the hospital and never did see those ladies again. Oh my goodness. Like, I'm just thinking, wouldn't it have been more fun for him to just fuck the biggin? Probably. Like, I mean, sex is kind of like pizza. Like, is there really bad sex? Like, there's good sex and there's great sex. Like, there's good Mm -hmm. pizza and great pizza. But there's never bad pizza. There is bad pizza. There is bad pizza at the Red Roof Inn. Oh. I guarantee you that. There is a bad pizza. You didn't actually eat the pizza, so how do you know? Because sometimes Sometimes pizza looks gross, but it's... Well, also, sometimes you can smell pizza and already tell, like, wow, that's cardboard and I should not eat it. So there's that. Okay, I'll give you that one. But I'm... I'm still saying, you didn't eat the pizza, so you'll never know. Truly. I I ate other pizza that wasn't great. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just, just FYI. So where did the not great pizza come from? Um. (laughs) Okay, guys, you guys are seeing this live. Um. And uh, happening in real time. The uh, not great pizza comes from the ones that I told you I didn't sleep with that I did. <laughs> so, oh, oh, that so one. Those. Yeah. Oh. Okay. That, that one I, and I that one that. and that one. I, th- I can think of three off the top of my head. Okay. I could see where that pizza would be not great or good. Yeah, that Sub- pizza had a lot of grease. Subpar at best. A lot of grease on that pizza. Mm. That's that. That's the kind of pizza where you got to throw down a paper towel and pat the grease off the top first. For sure. Yeah. Mm. Oh, oh, you're in luck. You get to read the best one. Oh yes. So, I start. It starts out really strong. <laughs> I lost my large intestines, all of them. To answer your second question, yes, you can live without them and still shit out of your ass. It just takes some fancy surgery. But the surgery is two parts, and in between them, you have to have an ileostomy bag. They're different from colostomy bags because you don't poop solid. You have no colon to absorb fluids, so it's always liquid shit. I used to wear an Under Armour shirt I found if I found someone who for some reason would still have sex with me with that bag. The purpose of the shirt was to hold the bag tight against my body so it didn't flop around and fall off. Well, in the middle of going at it, going at it like animals, my shirt rode up, the bag tore off and liquid shit. I liquid shit all over this girl and her couch out of my front. She realized it, but since she realized I was also close to coming, she said nothing and just let me finish. Good job, girl. Like, thank you. That, yep. That's take one for the team. That's, that's a good one right there. Like he should have, he should have wiped her up fast. Like, yeah. That's a good, that's gold. That's a good one. Like, I, I I need to, I need to find that guy on the post and message him because I have a lot of follow-up questions for that. Oh, I thought you were going to say you need to find him and message him and just be like, you won our podcast, by the way. Well, yeah, yeah. I should also tell him that. I think I will. 
Um, okay, so took a girlfriend home and she gave me a Hummer in my truck. Went home and got up late for class, grabbed the tan pants that I wore the night before, got to class and had to, had to do a presentation. I looked down and there was red lipstick stains all over my crotch. Good job. I mean, like, own it at that point. Like, fuck yeah, I got some last night. Exactly. Here's my proof. You you wear that shit like a badge. Mm-hmm. Yes. Badge of honor. For sure. Let's see here. In high school, my girlfriend and I used to park at the crematory by the cemetery outside of town at night. Now, this is my kind of goth couple that goes for my heart. Yes. We always we always threw condoms out the window and left them in the parking lot. One night, a car came down the road and we heard someone yelling, yes! He pulled in the parking lot, blocking us, and came up yelling at us to open the window. Scared of getting in trouble or, like, shot... She rolls down one window and comes and in comes a box load of old crusty used condoms all over us. Apparently, the owner of the crematory wasn't happy about them piling up in his parking lot. I'm Honestly, just, I'm imagining the crematory dude out there, like in the middle of the night after they leave every time, picking up the crusty condoms with like tongs and just like dropping them into a box. And then, yeah, like, like, where is he keeping this them? box? Like, could you right. imagine his wife, like, walking in and being like, okay, honey, what is this? Oh, that's just my box of used condoms I've been <laughs> pulling out of the parking lot. Because yeah. I'm going to exact my revenge one day. I'm saving them up for just the right moment. Yeah. Seriously, though, if you walked into your house and your husband had a box full of used condoms he was collecting, wouldn't you think he might be a serial killer? Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure this is how ass- Ted Bundy started. Yeah, like some weird-ass <laughs> fetish or something. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I was banging this chick when I was in college in my truck at a field party. She had her head out the window, and she started puking. I stopped naturally, assuming sex was over, and she looked back with puke on her chin and asked who the fuck said to stop. The way she gripped my cock when she was retching was incredible. Caused the condom to rip to shreds, which I didn't notice until I finished filling her with my load and pulled out to see the tattered remains of the rubber. Lucky for me, she was clean and on the pill. Oh, my God. That's just a lot of physiology that yeah. should not go together. Uh, mm. Like, if I was a dude, I don't think I could keep going knowing that she was barfing on the other end. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know. I feel like that would just be weird. Maybe that's just me. Yeah. I don't know. No, thanks. Let's see. Next time wasn't long after. Oh, this is the same guy, I think. Next time, it wasn't long after I hooked up with a longtime crush I had after I took her home from a party. What are with these guys and all of these field parties and barn parties? Like, we missed out on that, and we lived in the country. Where were all these barn parties we were supposed to be going to? We weren't invited, but we were too busy having our own fun. I guess. Jesus. Uh, see, I took her home from a party because her boyfriend was being a dick. Well, we're getting busy with all the lights out in the room, and she's on top riding the hell out of me. I feel a warm fluid all over me, and I think, holy shit, she's squirting everywhere. Suddenly, she stops and screams, oh my god, and runs to the bathroom. About the time I reached to turn on the light, I was hit with the most horrendous smell ever. I turn on the light to realize she had squirted all right. Watery diarrhea everywhere. The shit was all over me from kneecap to navel. I jumped up, used my shirt and shorts to wipe up, tried to check in on her in the bathroom where she was sobbing and shitting and screaming to just go away. Grabbed my wallet and a towel and drove to my closest friend's house. 
had him meet me outside with some clothes and soap and washed myself off naked in his parents' front yard. I didn't talk to her again for like six months. She cried and then we both laughed about it. Yeah, it would take me a while to get over that. Oh, dude, I don't think I would ever get over it. Like, if that happened now, like, I'm married. If that happened now, I would just fucking, I'd just grab my shit and leave. I'd yeah, never, I'd walk I, into the ocean. I would, I would just send divorce uh, papers. Like, I can't, I can never look you in the eye ever again. I've done something terrible. Yeah. I just... I mean, I, I did something very similar to that. Like last weekend, I was having like really good steamy sexy time for like 20 minutes straight and everything is going good. And I'm like, dang, there is a lot of moisture going on here. So my first thought was like, dang, maybe he like, he's already here. He has already (laughs) arrived. And he has arrived. Right, and he is just, like, powering through it to make sure that I get mine, too. And I'm like, good, because, you know, that's that's how I've got him. Yeah, he's a gentleman. And I thought, I was like, okay, that's cool. But it turns out, no, that is not the case, because he then arrived a couple of minutes later. And uh, as we know, when it comes to men's physiology, they don't arrive more than once very often. Right. And uh, I went about my business and came in here to the... uh, into the studio and was working on production and everything. And he like whips the door open and is standing there in front of me. And like the first thing I do, I'm like, he's talking to me. So I'm looking at his face. I'm not looking at his crotch. Well, he looks at me and he's like, I don't know what's wrong with your vagina, but you might need to check on it. And I'm like, excuse me, what? (laughs) And he like points down to his boxers and the front of his boxers is completely red on like blue checkered boxers. Because... I didn't know that I started my period that morning and I totally smeared blood all over this dude's crotch. Like it this, was a dude. this dude. Yeah. I mean, this, this dude that I married. Dude. Yeah. Oh my God. It looks like a like, murder scene. That just reminds me that like that's coming for me again. Yeah. Like when I get my Morena taken out, that's going to be my life again. It is. it's gonna like I've gone so long without a period it's gonna be like starting puberty all over again like I don't know like how long it's gonna take to start back up like is it gonna happen like right when they take it out the next week the next month what I don't know how that works I know good luck yeah thanks I'm gonna need it okay um we were in more of a spooning position I was behind I was behind her after a good 15 minutes of naked grinding. She finally talked me into it because I couldn't resist anymore. She took control and shoved it in. I thought it was so amazing and started getting into it and reached around the front to give her a little diddle right before I busted in that. That's a, I cannot figure out what word he meant to use there right before I busted in that something. I realized there wasn't anything in her vagina To make things worse, it was a small party. I felt a little weird about it, so I went outside and told my friend about it. He was dying laughing and ran back in yelling, Poop dick! Come to find out, the chick didn't want a gut, so she took it in the butt. Not bad for a good old Mormon boy from Utah. Probably why I'm a little fucked up nowadays. Yeah, probably. So, yeah. Yeah. How do you not know? I, I don't, well, Mormon 
I guess. Yeah, that Doesn't, explains it. He probably, a hole is a I, hole. Yeah, they probably, like, you know, never had sex. Well, he probably never had sex before. Like, I don't know. There's, like, a, there's, like, actually people out there that, like, they think that that, like, saves their virginity. Like, yeah. we're just going to do ass stuff all the time. And that means that yes. we're still virgins. Like, you know what that's called, right? What? That's called the poop hole loophole. Oh, the poop hole loophole. No. I. Yeah. Do they really think that, like, you can still say you're a virgin, even though you've mm-hmm. been, like, a big as old nasty As long as your cherry's whore. intact. You've been a big old nasty whore for three years, taking it in the ass. Yep. Like, what the fuck? No. Nope. Let's see. Uh, my book. Sorry. No. Was in a school Pensacola seeing a Marine who had a ground floor room. I sneak. Okay. One, these Pensacola people are freaky. We've had a couple of these from Pensacola. I think, I think it's an air force school. I think that's what a school is. That may make sense. Yeah. It's something like that. Anyway, I didn't I- know why the a was capitalized, but I was just going to go with it. Yeah. I know. I was saying that these people are in a bad place, and I don't mean mentally, I mean Pensacola. <laughs> um, let's see. They, I was in a school, Pensacola, seeing a Marine who had a ground floor room. I sneak one night, and his roommate takes the hint to leave for a bit. We started getting pretty hot and heavy when surprise room checks begin. Roomy gives us a heads up. I climb into a sea bag. He puts the bag with me inside in his locker, locks it, then afterwards wears me in the bag to the chow hall when he puts me on a bench and I climb out in front of an entire formation of Air Force dudes PTing. Like, that is the ultimate walk of shame. Military walk of shame. Yes. Hey, (laughs) is this that girl we used to hang out with? The one that got, uh, did she get, like, kicked out of the Marines for having too much sex? this i'm just this is just the thing that i'm doing while i'm talking oh i um got kicked out of the marines for having too much sex yeah she ruined my 25th birthday oh yeah oh yeah i completely forgot that she was in the marines and she she got kicked out for being a big fat whore didn't she she did i missed that horse God, I wonder what that whore's doing. I don't know. I miss that whore sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Anyways. Anyways. Okay. Um, let's see. Got one other one that I'm willing to share. The same woman. I'm having lunch with her one Friday afternoon, and we're talking about weekend plans. I really didn't have any plans myself, and she didn't either. She asked if I wanted to come over for the evening with a, vo- a voice and tone and a look that promised some shenanigans for the evening. No idea what she had in mind at the time, but she'd been in the mood for for being a sub the past couple of times I had been over there. Nothing really major, just handcuffs and spanking type thing. Anyway, I go over there after work and decide to bring her some dinner in case she hadn't eaten yet. When I got there, she opens the door in just a robe that while is covering everything and isn't see-through, it isn't hiding anything at all. In addition to that, she's been entertaining a couple of Mormon missionaries in her living room. They aren't naked. one does. Right, just naturally. They aren't naked or anything, but they are definitely flustered, and one has a very apparent tree trunk of a heart on. Well, one thing led to another, and well, those missionaries got one hell of a meeting with her and myself. Afterwards, she let it be known that it had been on her bucket list. Not the missionaries, per se, but what had gone on. Yeah, I know I'm going to hell for that one. 
Wow. So like, did the, like, why wouldn't the missionaries just be like, I want no part of this and just leave? Well, I mean, they were probably raised with the like respect for hospitality and you don't want to like insult your host by, you know, leaving. Just be like, okay, I'm okay with this. This is, it's okay. It's okay. I'm in danger. (laughs) Yeah, I'm in danger. That's exactly it. Like just, okay, this is is unfolding right in front of me. Like, I'm just going to sit on this couch and like let these people bang it out. Like. That's literally what I would do though. Like, you know how awkward I am in social situations like that where I am so Mm. non-confrontational. If there were people that literally walked into my living room right now and started having sex on my floor, (laughs) I would seriously just sit there and just look at Ethan like, are you seeing this shit? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, can you at least move? I'm trying to change the channel. See, I'm bored, so I thought y'all might like a story from my single days before Tinder was a thing. I used to hang out on OK Stupid. I'll go on a first date with just about anyone for the entertainment. Dating is hilarious and I'm a sucker for punishment. She sounds like she'd get along with us because we did that same shit for like two years. Yeah. Two? Well, for me. After a particularly unexciting date, I get a follow-up text from the dude. Instead of being anything I could have expected, I opened up a video of him jacking off into a glass and seductively drinking it for the camera. He was shocked that I would not go out with him again. I'm sorry, sir. This is not acceptable or but appropriate fuck. That's or attractive okay. like i thought i was in danger before i'm really in danger now like no he drank his own cum and seductively thought, seductively like he was probably like just making hardcore eye contact with the camera oh like, yeah i'm sure like like exactly like that Oh my god, that's not yeah, well. Great, now I can't drink anything tonight. That's all I'm gonna think of. Thank you. Mm, sorry. Okay, last one. Um, we were having sex in the shower, and I still had soap on me. So, long story short, she sucked my balls a little too hard, and I farted, and a soap bubble came out of my ass and floated in the air for a second. We both seen it, haven't heard from her since that day. That's amazing. That's the best one to end with. Just like yeah. all of a sudden, there's like. And then it's just floating. Just yep. I have never sucked a ball so hard that it caused somebody <laughs> to fart. Yeah, that, especially you know fart a bubble. Exactly. Listeners, this is your homework tonight. Go suck a ball so <laughs> hard that you make your partner fart and report back to us. Uh, please don't cause any testicular torsion, though. That's going to be a problem. But, but, like, soap up the butthole first. So see if you can create oh, yeah. a bubble. Exactly. I mean... Just getting it to fart is one thing, but if you can add any sort of decoration to it, then that's just <laughs> decoration. Yeah. If you want to sprinkle it. some glitter just to see if you can maybe get like a, you know, poof fairy, like fairy dust experience. Yeah. 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 Add confetti. I like it. We are open to those stories anytime. Yes. Speaking of things that we are doing uh we've got some updates about events coming up and not coming up fill us in so okay with this whole COVID-19 bullshit going on we've got some contestants of the rib cook-off that are currently quarantined 
which is yep. unfortunate. So um, we have had to postpone the ribbed for her pleasure cook-off. It is now, and we've moved the, the location as well. So it's yep. now at our house, mine and Chris's house. Um, it is going to be on Saturday, May the 16th. Um, it's going to be the same time, same event. You know, everything's going to be the same, just new date, new location. Um, I have updated the um, event page on Facebook. So if you were a part of that before, you can see the new address and the new date and all that. Um, so everything is going to be the same. So join us for that. It'll give you a little bit more time to perfect your recipe. And yes. um, hopefully the weather will be better as well because it is going to be kind of cold and rainy this Saturday. So there is that. There was weather concerns and then obviously the contestants being quarantined is unfortunate that doesn't help it's kind of hard to have a cook-off without the contestants so yeah um so we have that and we have the obviously the second annual beer olympics which is also at our house on saturday april the 18th um starts at noon we probably won't start the games till one because um i'm i've been trying to get people to like organize their teams ahead of time some have already formed teams, some haven't. So the first hour that everyone's there is going to be kind of figuring out who wants to play, who has a team, who still needs a team, blah, blah, blah. And also judges. I'm pretty sure we're okay on judges. I just have to make sure that everybody is still, you know, planning on all the people that agreed are still for it because they agreed to it like six months ago. So you know how people are. Um, so that's going to be a great time. Prizes for both of those events because they are competitions. Um, yes. First place prizes only because if you ain't first, you're last. Um, yeah, so it's going to be it's going to be badass. It's going to be a good time. I'm excited. Yes, and uh, for updates on that, of course, always tune in on Saturday mornings, Saturday afternoons to get your shows. But you can, in the meantime, you can always check us out on our super awesome website, R-T-O-T show. So that's rtotshow.com or the Facebook page as well. You can always uh, shoot us a direct message on Facebook or you can go over to rtotshow.com and send us an email from our website. Or yes. if you just want to go straight from your Google or Yahoo or whatever, you can send your... Uh, comments or complaints or hate mail or whatever to yolo at rtotshow.com and that pretty much wraps it up for this episode oh, what i have to tell everybody so big what? news for us this week so oh. this week we reached 250 followers on facebook which yes. i mean for I mean, I mean you're literally in a closet and yes. i'm in my husband's man cave and he's playing video games in the background like yes i didn't think we would have 20 followers on facebook much less 250 so we got 250 followers on facebook and we also just reached 1000 total plays so our episodes have been played 1000 times which i think that's badass because again i was thinking like 15 20 tops so a thousand, I'll take a thousand. A thousand is good. And it just keeps going up. It's over a thousand. I mean, it was, I think, did it click over to a thousand last night? It was early this morning. Yeah. So. Yeah. Last time I checked, it was like a thousand and four or something like that. So 
it's yes. it's ongoing, but that was exciting to click over to a thousand. So yes, and we're actually getting paid to do this now. So that is, I'm stoked about that. That and much, we're also still yeah, it's honest work. It's <laughs> not much, but it's honest work. Right. Um, we're also in um, our listenership has reached eight different countries, so we are spreading just like the coronavirus. Oh, nice. Quickly, quickly and dangerously. And that includes uh, the U.S., Brazil, Philippines, Puerto Rico, Mexico, Singapore, U.K., Spain, and South Africa. Here in the U.S., um, for some reason, Oregon is still our number one uh, listenership. I want to know, who are you, damn it? Who are you Oregonians? I don't know, but I am Tell us why. I mean, I'm thankful. Don't get me wrong, but why? Yeah. Well, all this time I thought it was just, well, it was just <laughs> Oregon, but now we've picked up Portland as well. Mm-hmm. In Tennessee, we have like 20 different cities that we've got listeners in, in Tennessee, which makes sense. It's our home base. Right. <clears throat> the one that kills me, though, is all of the listeners that we have in fucking Texas. We are hitting Arlington, Dallas, Houston, Temple, and Mesquite. Like, it's insane. There's Utah. There's only one city in Utah, but still. Oh, California. We have got a ton. We're in Bria, Oakland, San Jose, Mountain View, Visalia. Thank you, Johnny. uh, Norwalk and Stockton. So, like, we are really spreading out there. This is a virus y'all want to catch. Yes. Catch that RTOT virus. Exactly. What did you learn? I learned that I actually, I actually kind of want to try to see if I can suck a ball so hard that it makes a heart bubble thing, a soap bubble, a soap fart, a fart of soap. Bubble, I, bubble fart? I don't a know. Fart, yeah. A bubble soap fart. I like I it. Try that. You should do, that's your homework. I'll work uh, back. There you go. We'll make a, we'll make a special report just for that yes i learned that uh if you run into a girl wearing nothing but electrical tape over her nipples on a beach in san diego at a yard sale the only next logical thing to do is dare her to climb a tree and then fuck her in the tree and fall out it's common sense people get with it why i honestly if i ever saw a chick with electrical tape on her nipples i wouldn't think of anything else exactly Oh, you know what she has to do now? Climb a tree. Duh. Of course. (laughs) Exactly. Well, that uh, brings us to that, to the end. Next episode will be part three of Sexy Sex Stories. Um, That will be just a, pretty much a dumping of everything that's left over from these last two that we couldn't shove in. Until next time, always remember to say yes to adventures because they become stories. And in the end, that is all we are. Cheers. Cheers. This concludes our broadcast day. Good night and God bless America.